Oftentimes uh, in the music racket or the music business, uh, things definitely um, are not as they always seem, and especially for a journalist like myself, there's so much that goes on uh, the, uh, below the baseline, so to speak, that um, you don't realize how hurtful or damaging things can be. And, uh, you know, as it relates to copyright or impersonation or taking somebody's um, sort of, uh, you know, their own dignity and then using it to monetize for themselves is, uh, you know, is, is a pretty, uh, I, I would say, um, maybe not so common, but unfortunately a very heinous part of the music racket. And I got a chance today to speak to somebody who continues to carry on under her name, um, even though um, the record company has um, done their best to uh, not just besmirch her name, but um, also uh, use that to uh, use her name and reputation to um, make a profit. Brianna Cash, welcome to the Jake Feinberg Show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You know, <laughs> I just wanted you to talk to the audience a little bit about uh, just in general, your concept of love and how you bring love to the world. Okay, well, I mean, through kindness and music, of course, and uh, respect is a big thing that I, f- I, I feel like, you know, it's, <laughs> seems like it, things may be declining in this time. It seems like that lately. Um, I don't know. Um, and then... Uh, just uh, consideration, dignity, you know, I, all those things. Um, what, what, why do you feel that, uh, just on a general level, um, respect seems to be fleeting these days? What is your, uh, is it directed specifically at women, do you think? Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I feel like, well, that's always been a thing, I think, especially in this industry, of course. But I just think in general, it seems to be... Uh, especially like in Los Angeles, I find there's just, it's just getting harder and harder. And I do feel women are targeted more uh, than men. It's definitely harder for us, uh, always has been. Um, and uh, I think it's a, it, it maybe geographically, like depends on where you're at and stuff too. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I think for those reasons specifically. I know I was interviewing uh, an artist the other day, um, Rebecca Todd, and she was talking about um, basically she was an artist in residence for this upcoming festival, and uh, she wasn't necessarily on the marquee or she wasn't one of the headliners, but <clears throat> basically, you know, the promoter or whatever was kind of a sleaze bag and sort of passed the grounds of like you know, ethical behavior, and she felt kind of threatened by the whole thing, and was like, you know, I'm just, I'm not really feeling this thing, and I don't want to be part of it, and so he uh, canceled the entire festival, and blamed it on her, and, you know, uh, a couple of the bands, obviously, you know, with with new media out there, and uh, the bands that were sort of high on the list of the marquee were pissed off and venting on her and it got really kind of toxic and I just before this whole melee occurred with the copyright infringement I just wonder if if you've had situations just being a woman band leader uh along those lines where it was uh evident to you that that um you know you just that you were being used and you and you were able to stand up for yourself yeah, absolutely. It's happened uh, for sure to me uh, more than one occasion throughout the years. I mean, this is this business is a, it's a hard business. This industry is pretty brutal. It's the wild, wild west, and you deal with all sorts of people and all sorts of situations. And uh, some are great, but a lot of them are like nightmarish. <laughs> I never hope to repeat again. But I guess through each one, you learn a little bit more and how to protect yourself, which I feel like is key. Uh, especially, you know, knowledge is power and you got to understand the business. You got to understand how to protect, um, yourself and your brand, your name, your music. And, uh, people will try to take from you, especially if they think you're a nice person or easy target. 
Um, I, I remember when I moved to LA, like I was not even there for three months, like three months after I got there and someone was trying to take my song and it was two guys. It was a director and, um, the guy who brought me on and thank God I was smart enough to have everything in writing, but I had to get an attorney because the the director thought because I wrote the song for his film, he felt like it belonged to him and he owned it. (laughs) And it was just, he just didn't understand. And I've heard that with licensing too. I've heard people think just because they buy the CD, they think they own the music and the song and they have the right to play it and they have the right to just do it. And, you know, it's just, people just don't understand or maybe they don't care. I don't know, but yes, in answer to your question, absolutely that's happened to me. And um, I guess that goes back to respect, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, mean, but I mean, did you, did you already have a, publishing on that song i mean it seems to me like like you can't just take something arbitrarily if if you've already gotten uh if it's published in your name oh yeah so what it was it was we were creating a brand new song i was co-writing it with this guy and we had a contract but we split everything 50 50 the publishing the master and the writer's share and thank god we had that but still even with that it didn't matter this guy just was the director of the song we were writing for his indie film was just like no no it's mine and it was just kind of crazy um but yeah i had to get an attorney and then the attorney had to just send something and um but after that you know the guy was like upset at me and i was like you know um you know, like, oh, why'd you get an attorney? It was like, well, you know, I had to, you know, you weren't sticking up for me. Nothing was happening. And then it ended up killing the song. The song never, we never like used the song, the film. I don't even know what happened. If the film even got made, I I just, it kind of messed up the whole thing Mm. and killed the whole thing, you know, the whole uh, situation. The whole vibe. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a disgrace. I mean, I guess my, I mean, the song was good. When, oh well. <laughs> you you, you uh, I have to believe. I mean, would you, could you share a story of of something that that has kept you in the game? I mean, I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> in certain respects, uh, you know, when you have your sort of, you know, when when your trust is violated or there's a lack of respect or you know something creative comes along and then it just falls apart. Um, I mean, it's happened to me too in a documentary setting, but uh, you know, it, it didn't. Uh, it it definitely kind of fell apart, but there's a lot more reasons to it. I mean, why do you continue to stay in the racket? Yeah. Can you give an example of something that will be heartening to people? Because uh, yeah, a lot of this is kind of dark. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it's um, there's good people. Um, but my love for music since I was a baby, you know, we, we don't get in it for the money. We don't get in it, you know, to, to be rich and famous. I guess maybe some people do, but that's not why I got into it. I get into it because like, I felt like this is what I was supposed to do. There's a passion for it. It moves me. Music is a universal language, like regarding, regardless of genre. I mean, I've always said at the end of the day, like a good song is a good song. It could be country, hip hop, jazz. Um, and I, I love to write and create and I can't like, I don't want to stop doing that or prohibit myself or pigeonhole myself into one thing. Like I just want to be able to do it. And, um, I, you know, just want to create, I do it for the love of it. So that's why I, that's what keeps me going. Can you share an example of something where, I mean, it, it, something did come to fruition People did work together, even if, you know, in recent, I mean, I, you know, to me, like, um, most of my peers and, uh, you know, and, you know, they get, they're obsessed with music too. And it's their conduits, you know, that, uh, when they're get out of their own way, you know, they can have, um, information come through them, very magical stuff. And, um, but, uh, you know, it's really, I mean, it, it's just hard to sing for your supper. So can you talk about like, uh, an example of a project that, you know, recent, in recent times that, you know, gave you faith, uh, or kept you, uh, kept you buoyant? Yeah. Well, uh, sync placements, whenever I get those, when I co-write with people and, you know, we write a song and we're both really happy with where, where it's at. And we both feel like, Eventually, there might be some success with that song, or we'll get it placed in something, and we just like have a feeling 
uh, or if it's just me and I have a feeling and then eventually it happens and then it goes through and, you know, you, it, you, you watch it on TV, you hear it on the radio. I mean, that is a success and you, and it's nice mm. to know like, Oh, I tried to do this and then it happened. Um, also, um, like, uh, when I worked with Susan G. Komen years ago, um, uh, I worked with, uh, attorneys with that and they helped put the deal together and, um, my, one of my songs was used in Susan G. Komen's national campaign for breast cancer. And I did some PSAs for them and I donated the license, the use of my song to, for the cause like to raise money, um, at their walks and races, uh, for, for, you know, Susan G. Komen. And so that, that, you know, didn't happen overnight, but that was something that we were all working towards to, um, to accomplish in that. And that was all a positive, like feel good kind of thing. So yeah, I like to do more stuff like that and help when I can and, 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 you know, bring smiles to people's faces and, and absolutely. No, I mean, I love it. It's, it's, uh, the whole, it's about sharing and, and, you know, sharing in, in, in that, in that feeling of love. I just, do you think that not necessarily with this, uh, example you gave, uh, but I just find that like, you know, it's all well and good when you're, um, you know, allowing proceeds to go to the cause or you're doing something pro bono or for free. Mm -hmm. Um, do you just feel like in general, when you're trying to advocate for yourself monetarily, that is the biggest challenge. Like if, I mean, if you were like, no, I'd like to get a cut, uh, and I don't want it to all go to the proceeds, uh, would things have gotten, it just seems to me it's, it's all well and good when someone's doing it for free. Yeah. It's really good when, I, when, uh, I'm doing it for free. Um, no, I mean, I don't, I don't expect anything from it uh, when it, when I'm doing that, uh, I go into it knowing that and wanting to do it for that. Uh, sometimes those things, uh, you you can get compensated in other way, not just like the feeling of like the euphoric feeling you feel like, Oh, this is a good thing and I'm helping, you know, and I'm giving back. So that's great. But, uh, you know, it brings more fans to, you, you get like more eyes mm-hmm. and ears on you and your music too. So you kind of get paid back that way, you know, maybe more streams, downloads, people come to your gigs and they buy your merch, you know, so it's okay. You know, it's always, it's all good. You would say that you are a, full-time professional musician at this point yeah definitely yep so how do you pull that all together i mean because most of the cats um that i go on tour with or go see i mean they're that they'll make albums periodically but i mean essentially it's a road dog situation and they're not making barely any money at the gigs themselves they make money on the merch table but i mean how Mm -hmm. how do you how do you sing for your supper right in 2023? What are the different uh, ways that you, uh, that you are able to uh, monetize your brand? Yeah, it's definitely not easy. Uh, it's definitely getting a little more challenging, but I think through sync and through speaking and through performing, gigging, writing, just like everything having to do with it is like how it goes. Um, I mean, I'm a member like, uh, of different organizations and stuff too. So, um, we're trying to also like, I'm like, for example, I'm, a, I'm a member of Sona and, and, uh, we're trying to advocate on behalf of songwriters and artists to get, uh, like fair pay and streaming and, uh, you know, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Rev- Just, like, well, rev- like, good, like fair revenue sharing from the streaming and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's like songwriters um get the least um like, it's like everyone makes the most first and songwriters get it last, so right. it's tough. So like labels oh, you know, like labels, especially major labels, they have deals and stuff with these um with these like Spotify and these companies where they their artists and stuff get more, but that's a whole nother rabbit hole I can go down. But um yeah, so I would just say, like, doing combination of things uh, in the entertainment world, that's, like, kind of how I'm doing it. But it's not easy, that's for sure. And with the strikes and COVID, you know, it's a lot. It's not easy. How, how, how many live shows have you played this year? 
Oh, gosh. Um, not too many, actually, because um, everything going on, too, with my lawsuit and um, just uh, it's just been a lot. It's been extra difficult for me for um, for a while. Can you talk about that? I mean, I, I guess it's it's kind of unfathomable to me that you could possibly like I, I think that was my sort of an opening question with love is just uh, for somebody as who's who has so much information coming through them that, you know, you're creating a lot. You like to create a lot. You like to collaborate a lot. Um, I just and then I don't know how you're supposed to pay all these bills and, and have all these lawyers if you're barely making it as a, you know, full-time musician. Yeah, it's definitely cut into my lifestyle, like, quite a bit. I'm definitely not the same person as I was before all this started, that's for sure. And, um, yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, I, oh, I would say, like, it's, it, I don't even know, to be honest, I don't even know how I can explain um, what I've been put through and how it's impacted me financially, mentally, health-wise, uh, too. Like, there's a lot to this. Um, one day I'm going to probably write a book about it or publish something about it because um, it's just, it's it's been horrific. And all I can say is, like, it, I don't know what why this happened to me, but I feel like I've been put in a position to kind of help uh, with this as well because uh, it could happen to anyone. And I feel like now in this time that we're in, it's an interesting time. It's also a very difficult time for artists in general, um, mm-hmm. music, all creatives in general. And um, we have to, you, we have to learn. Um, we, you need to understand. And when I say you, I mean I'm like speaking for everyone here. Like it's a good idea to understand the music business side of things, and always have a great lawyer on like speed dial. I always say because that's someone you're gonna need before you need them. You know what I mean? Like when you need them, it's like too late if you don't already have someone or a recommendation. Just because this business. Um, you have to understand, like, how to protect your IP, uh, your, whether right. it be your music or your yeah. name, your copyright, your trademark, whatever it is. Be- because people with AI and everything with these companies, corporate greed, it- it's getting more difficult every day, I think, to differentiate yourself, your brand, or or protect your brand, uh, whatever that may be. And, yeah, it's too bad, but... This is like where we're at. Um, I don't know if that's helpful, but no. I I, I guess yeah. I'm just. I, I would like you to go a little bit deeper about like psychically where yeah. you where you were at before this whole thing, and um, quite honestly, like you know, um, I guess all yeah. I'm saying is that you know, Jake Feinberg. I've been on this mission two thousand interviews five books, uh, last 12 years. And obviously, you know, we just connected, but, um, you know, to me, I've just, you know, to me leaning into something so toxic, uh, you know, then you wind up, it kind of becomes you, you know, and, and I don't, I just see you, uh, as a very creative person. And I just wonder, um, if you're, able to granted it's hard i mean it's hard for any creative or original artist now um you know if you're able to to make a living um you know at a certain point uh have you ever just thought about letting go of the toxicity because to me um that's just you have to be able to keep your heart open uh, mm-hmm. to inspire yourself so that in theory, in a live performance, you can inspire other people. I just, you can riff on that any way you want. Yeah, I hear you completely. You're right. Um, I, yeah, I get what you're saying hundred percent. It has changed me as a person. I can honestly say I'm not the same person now as I was hmm. over four years ago. And before this happened to me, I was doing just fine. I was doing, minding my own business, doing my own thing, doing well. And it's definitely crippled me. Um, more than one level, um, my soul, my creativity, me as a person, um, financially, you know, do all of the above. And it, 
it has like I have a lot to say now. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, I feel like I have a lot of stuff to write and songs and albums to finish from all of this. But yeah, when you had said like, is there a point where I want to let go or or give up or something? I mean, I never thought about like giving up, um, but definitely it's like when you work so hard you need a vacation you just need like a break you know and I haven't been able to really have that because legal stuff can drag on for years and unfortunately that's exactly what has happened to me and it I've had to keep going and they've deliberately done it to me on purpose because they're trying to starve me out exhaust me and trying to make me give up and it's my name you know what I mean it doesn't get more personal than your name and it happens to be my birth name. It's on my birth certificate. It's my family name. It's I've what I've used, my name I've used in the business since I was a little kid performing publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then I have been, you know, I've copyrighted my songs uh, early on. I've, I've learned the proper steps to protect my brand, my name and mark, my music, and then even trademarked my name. And it's like, horrible because they also said in writing they would stop like two plus years ago and instead they just like kept infringing and then you know they dropped the artist and now they're suing me for my name for the right to use it still after all this so it's pretty clear it's a bullying tactic and it's just deliberate and so yeah this is pretty crippling and it's I think the first time this has ever happened and I've, I've been told by several attorneys um they're you know everyone it's like it's like a horrible thing but they're all like very intrigued they find it a very interesting situation in case and they've told me like this is like a precedent setting case you know yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of anything yeah. like this happening I mean we've we've come across like bands being similar or similar band names and and that's one thing but this is different and this is the first time that all these things have happened and come together and them just kind of bulldozing through it and continually like, you know, do this to a person, a human being and an artist. It's just, it's kind of mind blowing. No one can even understand it when I tell them they're like, no, that's not real. You're crazy. Or I don't believe you that I don't think that's right. Like I've told people and then they've told people like a friend of mine has parents for attorneys. And uh, I remember him telling his parents and they were like, the attorneys were parents. Hopefully I made that clear. And they were like, no, no, that can't be right. And then I remember meeting them at a party and was telling them, they're like, tell me about your name situation. (laughs) I go everywhere now. And they're like, what's your, how's your lawsuit? What's the name situation? Tell me about that. Is that really true? You know, this is what I heard. And it's like, no, that's true. People are like blown away. Right now. Are you, I I guess I want to just keep going with this because no matter what it's, I mean, maybe you have a lot, I think it's fair to say that it is your name and there's a lot of integrity there and you want to stand up for that and stand up for what's right. And I think that's a noble cause, but, um, like you said, this is protracted. It's going to draw out forever. You've obviously had, uh, you know, you said you, it's crippled you on a number of levels, which bothers me a lot. And because I, you know, and, and I, and I just wonder aside from them, uh, how is it, are you still able to, uh, like, you're still able to, as I say, sing for your supper under your name uh, yeah. as a musician right now? I mean, there's nothing going on right now that prevents you from actually, you're not locked into anything. You can still make a living being Brianna Cash, singer, songwriter. Absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing preventing me from doing that. In fact, that's why I've chosen to remain as an indie artist, because once you sign with a major, usually they have control over you and they have to tell you what you can and can't do, or I'd be locked into some type of contract with them. I'm free. You know, I can do what I want to do. I could dress how I want to dress, do make the music I want to make, release it, do whatever I want to do. And uh, I, there's, yeah, they can't stop me. I mean, I'm the sole owner of my name and brand and trademark. I mean, it's all good there. I'm a hundred percent in the right. They're the ones in the wrong. And I think that's also another reason why they're dragging their feet and, and trying to roadblock me in every way, in every which way they can, because they really have no case. And I'm sure they don't want to see this go, um, 
you know, seat before a jury, you know, get all the way to court, um, which this won't go on. Thank God. Here's the silver lining yeah. in all of it. Uh, you know, by next year in 2024, this is uh, in federal court. Now, federal co- federal court is very strict. They should be stick to a schedule and they don't like to see it drag out. Uh, you know, so this will have an end one way or another, whether it settles or goes uh, to trial, but it's going to be over like this nightmare will finally be over sometime next year, probably summer sometime next year, maybe before we hope before maybe the spring, just because it's stupid. This is so stupid. It's such a waste of time. And uh, it's, it's just unfortunate that it's, you know, happened and gone on for this long, but, um, but yeah, there's a schedule and we have to stick to it. And either way it'll be over next year. Has it, like, has it, um, how have you dealt with the creative process? Um, have you been distracted by it or do you feel like you feed off this adversity? I mean, no matter what, like, I mean, yeah, it's never going to, I just feel like in this time, especially with the, the court system, the way it is, even if the nightmare is over, I just, my question is, you know, for you is just, um, you know, are you going to feel no matter what the outcome is, how, how do you feel like, I think I just would like to talk to you about like, you know, moving on from this, uh, you know, the idea of saying like, uh, I, I know I, I stood my ground. I know I stood for what was right and for my integrity, but you know, none of this stuff is ever fair. And, uh, and, and I just wonder how you, um, how you've learned to, do you feed off the adversity of the creative process or because you're just, because there's just been so much carnage, uh, you just feel overwhelmed to create right now. Yeah, there's been, so it comes in waves, really. There is, has been so much carnage, oh my God, to the fourth power. And it's been impossible to do things at times. Um, But then there might be like a reprieve of some sort for like a minute where I do get a burst of creativity and I have to stop and write that down and and do a song or something. But it's definitely crippled me creatively. I would be so much further ahead if none of this like shit happened to me. Um, but it did for whatever reason. And, uh, what do you mean? What do you mean by, uh, because, uh, you know, to me, like, uh, you know, as it, it, you know, at 45, I mean, you know, we're just programmed now. Um, you know, my daughters feel the same way. You're just being pushed. You have to move forward. Uh, -hmm. how, how, how has it, um, you know, impact, how has it prevented you from moving forward? Well, I've had to stop my life completely and uh, deal with legal things. And um, people thought she was like the real one because she was signed to the label. And I was the fake or some crazy lady. Uh, I don't know what exactly, but it's impacted me. Um, I lost business from this. There was consumer confusion. I know people have told me they were trying to find my music and they found her. Um, they also couldn't find me on a Google search. Like I was the one and only that would come up right away if you were to Google me or try to find me. And uh, then I was like way down on page like four or six of Google result results. I mean, that's bad. I mean, like, have you ever heard like the joke, like, uh, where's the best place to hide a dead body? And it's on like page four of Google <laughs> search. <laughs> like it's there, but nobody goes there. You know what I mean? So it definitely messed up the SEO and um, my followers, she got verified. Um, and they also knew it, we're in discovery right now. And they also knew, um, about me. Uh, and I, I mean, I have proof in writing that internal emails were sent, um, with marketing and they actually knew about me and they had conversations internally. And they were like, there's this other chick with name Brianna cash spelled with one end. Should we go ahead and, uh, you know, create the Spotify page. We create these other pages and triple checking, you know, is this going to be a problem? And, um, people, they, the person in marketing wrote back and was like, no, it doesn't matter because once our SEO gets going and we get our artist go built up, you know, we'll just subsume her. And they, there's really like conversations they had at Interscope and it's just crazy. Like they just don't care because this is, you know, what it is. And so, I mean, I, they just should not be allowed to, um, do this you know 
I think they thought I was a safe bet because I was an indie artist and maybe I wouldn't fight back. And they figured like, oh, she's not going to push back or spend the money. And, you know, I mean, it's my name, though. What was I supposed to do? Like roll over and die, let them have it, let them do that to me or fight back. You know, um, they created a website for her too, Brianna Cash Official. Uh, com And I had thousands of followers and then she got verified and I started to lose thousands of followers everywhere on all platforms, social media, Spotify, my streams went down. I mean, it, it definitely um, impacted me. I, people stopped talking to me. I mean, I was ghosted. I, it, oh, it just goes. I mean, well, I, you know, you're, you're, yeah, I'm going to keep, keep you very uh, protected from here on in, uh, you know, nobody, um, you know, I think you're fighting. <clears throat> you, de- it's definitely uh, uh, not fair. I mean, would you say that diametrically, like this person that they signed that had your name, was she just sort of um, a modern day sort of? Uh, did she have any musical talent? Was her music at all similar to your music? Well, I don't want to really comment, uh, you know, on that. Um, but as a songwriter, I write in all genres. In fact, my last song, um, is inspired by my lawsuit and it's way more like pop, hip hop, um, current, you know, type when I say current, I mean like, mm, like, um, similar to another song I released in 2019. Uh, but you know, I, as a songwriter, I write in different genres, um, and so that was inspired. Um, I just wonder, you know, I mean, are you willing, I mean, do you, are you conscious of the fact that no matter how this is resolved, you are going to have to expend a lot of time and spiritual energy, no matter what, uh, not just regaining fans, but really, I mean, doing that, it's just like a lot of, there's just a lot of work and a lot of indie artists, they have to wear eight hats, but inevitably you're going to have to, to me, it's about saving your spiritual energy. And you know what, like, you know, if you had unlimited funds and you had really good lawyers and you could sort of like let them deal with that, but it, it's, it's going to be a long, long amount and a lot of energy, no matter what, to continue, to, to, you know, recalibrate and cultivate uh, the fan base again. Well, I think, well, that's already been done. Like, the damage has been done, and all the, the work, all the grunt work has already been done. Huh. Um, but I think the spiritual energy will come back with my name. Uh, huh. And, it, and I, I, you know, as far as everything else, um, I feel like the, the most of it, the the bulk of it, all the BS is kind of like behind me right now. Like I said, next year, I mean, we're coming up on next year and there is an end in sight. It's like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. (laughs) You have to just keep going. And, um, you know, I'm a, like a sweet, kind person, but I have to be a badass, you know, in a way, like I have to be, I have to fight this because it's my name. So. No, I get it. I I really, I really do understand uh, you know, when somebody goes after you or your family, your name, um, you know, how do you look in the mirror if you, if you cave and fold? Um, it's just, uh, what in your mind's eye, uh, come September, October, what is the resolution that you believe is the, um, the, the, the just resolution? Well, you only have one name. I know John Proctor from Salem said, uh, I think it was 1692, you know, you know, leave me with my name. I don't have, or I don't have another one. You know, we don't have to protect it, um, in my integrity and my reputation and stuff. I mean, I feel like I had to kind of protect all of this and, and correct it. I was fighting this battle silently for years and finally, um, not too long ago, started making videos publicly telling people what was really going on because there was a bunch of hearsay. And I know when I would go to events, people would sort of look at me or kind of hear whatever was going on. And who knows for travels, especially in that town. And L.A. is a big town, but it's a small town. Everyone knows everyone. And I think people thought I was crazy uh, and or, you know, the fake or whatever. 
they thought. Um, and I had to just, I had to do this. I, I was already ruined for what they did to me. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going down without a fight. So I decided to, to take, to, you know, file a lawsuit against them for what they did to me because turns out they knew and they didn't care. And that is like a horrible thing. And maybe the story will help people or maybe it will inspire others to do the same because you need to fight for what you believe in and for what is yours. You should not allow you know, people to take advantage of you. And if people know they can, they're going to keep doing it. So I feel like in this day, people need to do that. So I don't care what it costs. I don't care if it bankrupts me. I don't care. I know in the end, something good will happen from it all. And, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be okay. So that is why I chose to do it. Yeah. It's crippled me in many ways, but like I said, this being in federal court is going to come to an end. We're getting like starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it, like I said, it should be spring or summer when it's over. So then I can take a reprieve, you know, take some, take some time and reset and try to like get back to my center. You well, know? No, so let me ask you, like, it's like if, if things, if you are on the, the righteous side of this, what will happen that will allow you to reset? Uh, well, I'll win and they'll have to pay my attorney's fees and they'll have to pay me for, you know, what they, more like for, for example, I'll have to do like corrective advertising and I'll have to do, um, things to, to, they promise to correct and do things which they've failed to do. So I'll have to do that and they'll have to probably compensate me for that or actually do what they promised to do. One of the two things is going to happen. Um, and that means also, like removing basically they've already dropped yeah. this other artist. So they, they'd have to just sort of remove her, uh, ident- uh, all her information from, uh, you know, the internet, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's not Brianna cash. That's not her name. At right, all. right, 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 right. So, they were supposed to clean up everything, remove stuff, change things. I mean, there are still active links there. It's confusing. There's two people and it's, it's not, they promised to do it. They're supposed to do it and they could do it in minutes. Like we know how long it takes to clean something up. They just refusing to do it. So that would be, that's all I asked. <laughs> that's all I asked them for in the beginning. It was never about money. It was about, um, your name, them stopping and my name and please stop. And can I just like use it myself? Cause it belongs to me. This is a modern so, day. Uh, and, and, and what is the closest case reference that any lawyer has pointed to that even, uh, remote, uh, slightly resembles what you're going through? Yeah. The lady antebellum case is pretty similar. Can you, can you break that down? Cause I mean, I, I that, sure. You know, to me, like, I mean, this is a modern-day dilemma, but, yeah, pr- please break down that precedent. Sure, sure. Okay, so uh, I think in 2020, maybe, um, it started, I think, where um, Lady Antebellum wanted to change their name to Lady A because of the connotation of, like, Antebellum with yeah. Black Lives Matter. And um, by them doing that, some, but someone was already using that name, it happened to be... Uh, uh, the name of an African-American woman going by Lady A. So they either failed to check that or I don't know what happened really, but in them doing that, in them changing their name, they took the name of an already established indie artist. Uh, it's, it's her stage name. So the differences between that case or situation and mine is that that's her stage name. She was going by that name for like 40, 50 years uh, or something before some of the band members in Antebellum were even born, and so wait. I just want to. I want to be clear. They. I want to be clear. They. 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 They wanted to change their name to Lady A. But, yeah. But somebody already had that name, so they. What was the name they went with? Uh, they changed it. I think to. I believe they are going by Lady A now instead of Lady Antebellum. Okay. So, but but the point is, they they didn't know that somebody already had. The, the name Lady A. Um, I'm not sure, you know, if, I don't know if we'll ever really know the answer to that. I don't know if you are not, but I do know that they sued her for the name uh, because they wanted to also use the name, I believe, 
Um, mm-hmm. And they, but they already trademarked that name. But when you trademark something, you're supposed to like let the other person know or put it out there, publish it for opposition out there, and anyone who has an issue with it or has like 30 days to oppose it. And that didn't happen. I don't really know exactly. I don't know the particulars of what they did and didn't do. But I would say that that case is similar to mine because it's a name-related uh, dispute. That, and and what was the, I mean, what was the resolution to that whole thing? I mean, they, they what what came of it all? They settled. Um, I believe Lady Antebellum had to uh, uh, work out something where. You know, they. I have no idea exactly the details. I don't know if it's public. Um, sure. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Do you? Uh, do you, are, do you have any like? Uh, I guess more to the to the focus. Like, do you feel um, that um, how much of this is sort of consuming your ability to? actually go out and, and play I mean do you do you want do you want a tour do you do you feel like you're being um, do you feel like you're being sort of stunted from being able just in, because of the pressure and the anxiety uh, do you feel like you're sort of stuck in inertia or do you feel that maybe that's an area that you need to push yourself in order to kind of get your your spirit off of this uh, just sort of darkness. Like you said, no matter what, there's going to be a resolution, and I hope that very much that that it's a just one, or at least it's something that you can live with. Um, but do you feel where do you feel like you need to grow the most and push yourself right now so that you don't get swallowed up by all this? Well, I, there is a tour in the works. Like, I do want a tour... I just feel like right now I'm unable to do something like that in the midst of this because I kind of have to finish this first. It's like when people work on different projects, whatever they are, creative, fun, passion projects. This is not my creative, fun, passion project, but this sucks up a lot of time and energy and bandwidth. So I want to tour, definitely. I'm just not able to at the moment. Um, it would, let's just say it would be very difficult for me to kind of juggle a lot of things. No, I respect that. Is it just more of a, but aside from the, I mean, we do, we have all this interconnectivity and there are plenty of fax machines and I mean, the, the, the reality is like, are you, uh, I don't know. It just, it's really interesting. Just, do you feel, Go ahead. I was going to say, I think I know what you're saying. I, I think I know what you're saying. Um, well, I'm saying is, you know what it is? Like, art, like, like to me, it's like, oh, it's, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, you can dwell on something and then all of a sudden it's like, it becomes such a, a an obsessive thing that, you know, you can, you feel like you can't go out and actually do what your purpose in life is. Oh, I see. With Right. With the, the idea of saying that like, yes, okay, they're, you know, but you're, you're not a you're not a lawyer. These cats are have your best interest in mind. Obviously, this stuff is like goes at a snail's pace, and just the idea of not even distracting yourself, but just getting out and doing what you're meant to do. You're not a lawyer. You've already right. been li- dealing with this for years, and to me, it's sort of like is that the mental part of it uh, in some ways. Uh, blocking you from doing what you were intended to do in yeah. this life. Yeah, it's definitely harder. It's it's way more difficult now because of what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very taxing. So, yeah, for sure. You know, Brianna, I, uh, I really would love to, at some point, uh, if you decide to stay in L.A., I mean, part of me feels like you need to get the hell out of there. Um, I mean, just to sort of rehabilitate everything, uh, just, you know, uh, but I would love to next time I'm out there, uh, come and, and, you know, if not see you perform, at least do a video interview with you and maybe have you sing some tunes because, uh, you know, my show is about leadership and love overcoming adversity. And 
the lineage of all music, and it, and I can tell that you you have a a good aura. You're a highly uh, talented person, and you know part of me in my life, it's always been about letting go. And again, everyone has their own situation, and this is not. This is, you know, like we've talked about your name and stuff, but, um, you know, I don't want you to be in any kind of, um, you know, I want you to be liberated and I want you to be able to move forward with what your God-given gifts are. And, uh, and part of that is, is just surrendering and sitting in the mess. And, um, and so that, you know, it would be great to connect with you in person because I know that you you could inspire people. So it was, and I, at the same time, um, you know, uh, realized that this is a, you know, this is something you want to see through. And, um, and, you know, but, you know, no matter what the outcome, recognizing that it's just interesting when you feel like, you know, in some ways your identity has been sort of co-opted through this. And then, you know, how do you regain that 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 aura? How do you regain the mm-hmm. essence? How do you regain your soul nature uh, because of all this? Because you because you just because there's just been a like we talk about not just respect but just outright yeah. lying and, and mistrust oh. and and so that's always yeah. I'm always trying to get people on that path of surrendering and then moving on with what they were supposed to do in their life. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm forever changed. I'll never be the same. This has, like, ruined me in many ways, but it's also made me smarter and How, stronger Can I ask you a question? As well. it, I don't like to hear that it ru- it's ruined you. I <laughs> Because I don't like that. Uh, is there any byproduct of this that you feel has been, has been helpful for you at all? I mean, maybe that... Yeah just being able to advocate for yourself or, you know, I mean, is there something positive? Cause I don't, you know, words like ruin. I mean that, that, yeah. I don't like that. More, more like it's probably, that is probably not the right word. I probably should not have used the word ruined. I should say changed. I believe I used that in the beginning. Absolutely. Um, that it's forever changed me. And, you know, it's like when something horrible happens to you, it's, you know, in time, you know, you, you deal with it in one way or another, some type of therapy, whether you exercise mm-hmm. or you That's talk right. about it. And, you know, maybe this will inspire people, the story and situation. You know, maybe I'm able to help others through this happening, this unfortunate situation happening to me. Um, so, yeah, I would say that it changed me. I have um, no doubt, actually. I have this premonition. Some Some people consider me a visionary, but... I do have a premonition that, in fact, uh, through this whole thing, you will absolutely become an advocate for other people who are going through similar things. Uh, you know, you know I, I appreciate that. I didn't mean to cut you off. I appreciate that, but I just want to say, like, I've been told that by many people, and I have to say through this this whole thing, when I started to make videos and put them online, people have been coming out of the woodwork telling me their stories and their situations, and... Uh, you know, I, it's the overwhelming love and support um, has been great, and I I appreciate that, and I'm uh, always open and receptive and happy to help in any way that I can because that's what we're here for. I mean, I feel like if everyone just did the right thing and helped when people need it, you know, we just pay it forward and think of the world and how much of a better place it would be if everyone just operated that way. Brianna Cash, it's been an absolute honor to talk to you, um, and I hope we can do this again. Uh, please keep me updated on uh, any and all events, and I would just say do your best to pivot out of this part, of this ch- yeah. even if it's in the – even if not, even if there's no resolution or it, it, it's, it's unjust or unfair, no matter what, you know, th- we live – in this life, we only go around once in this life. And if you have that kind of fire inside of you, uh, then it is time to pivot and move on in some way to full constant creation, no shame, no guilt, no judgment. And, uh, 
and just, you know, yeah, I mean, that, 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 is, that is my wish for you, my friend, I, I, because, uh, because nobody wants to, um, yeah, I just, nobody wants to be, uh, become part or a caricature of who they are, uh, you're going up against, uh, you know, huge yeah. companies and, and there's, it's just not, it, it's not fair no matter what. And, right. uh, and so, but I do believe at the end of the day, if you can find that center of peace and the ability to move on, the more that you're going to be, you know, you're going to bring a lot of light to people. And that's the point. You don't want to, I don't ever want you to have a, your heart to get that dark ever. Yes. Absolutely. I, I agree with you a hundred percent full steam ahead. And, uh, right. And, and love yourself. Do you, I mean, do you love yourself though? I just, I, that's what I care about. Cause you know what, for me, I love yeah. myself too much sometimes. Uh, but the only way you're going to give love to the world is if you love yourself. And I just, I just want to make sure that you, you give yourself self-love. Absolutely. I mean, I love myself enough to fight, you know, for my name exactly. and, and my self. <laughs> so absolutely. And, and thank you so much. It's been an honor to speak with you. And uh, I do hope we can connect in person at some point. I absolutely. know we will. And I know we will too. No, I really, uh, I'm, I'm fully in your corner and, uh, and I really love your vibe. And I also know that, uh, this has been, um, I, I've had a similar, not in the music world, I just know that it didn't, it wasn't as prolonged, but I had, people went after my integrity and my family, and if I didn't see it through, especially because there were so many people around me, very close mm-hmm. to me, saying, you know, just settle, just walk away, or just resign, or, you know, and, and I could never have looked myself in the mirror again if I did that. Exactly. I had to, I had exactly. to fight that fight, and quite frankly... It was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. So I pray, no matter what, that this thing is resolved. And no matter what, you move forward in your life, pursuing your purpose in life. That's it. Thank you so much. Yep, I agree with you 100%. So you get it. Uh, And thank you so much for that. Bless you, my friend. We'll be in touch, all right? Absolutely. God bless you, too, and happy holidays. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Take care. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye.